Hello, 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 listener. Um, to I have no clue what episode this is of Hello from the Offside. Not to mention we forgot about the the episode that never got uploaded. So, yep, yep. All of our listener is very angry, very angry, very angry listener. But it's okay because we're about to be bought out by the Ringer, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what Colin wants. <laughs> so, um, all right, it's me, Davis. And just Brad today, because everybody else is too cool for school and had to be adults or something stupid. Although, I'm in my office at work taking a break to do this. So, Colin and Renee, you're officially on blast. Yeah, um, you said. Yeah. But hey, Brad, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up? Yeah, how, how's everything? That's good. They're actually doing construction on my street outside. So, if there's random loud noises, that would be that. So... Sweet production quality. Uh, production quality is going to be so good. So good. Uh, okay. Well, the Premier League season has actually started. Um, Officially, yeah. We're like six games in now, right? Yep. Or is it yep. seven? I don't even. There were five, seven games. There were five games this morning. Or the seventh one is seven. The 10 o'clock. No, no, no. Five games. Anyway, no, I don't know. I think there were five games at 10. Liverpool and Watford this morning, and then Arsenal and Leicester yesterday. So I think that's seven. But irregardless, ipso facto, raise ipso loquitur, we have got the Premier League. It's back after what seems like a pretty long break, I'm not going to lie. I think that's mainly because Chelsea apparently didn't do anything this summer at all whatsoever. But we will hopefully get to talking about that in a bit. Um, yeah, so I don't, we don't have an agenda for this. We don't have anything. So our listener is loving this already. But let's just dive right in um, and just, I, I guess, let's give our predict- predictions. And, and then we can go into what's actually already happened so far. Because I'm going to assume that our predictions aren't wavering off of the first seven games of the season. By, Probably not. Yeah, so with 90 minutes already played for, what, 14 teams, uh, I think, although many Chelsea fans might be hitting the panic button right now, and Liverpool fans, it, uh, we've still got a ways to go. It's going to be a long season. So, Bradley, your top four, give it to me. Okay, so based on the article that was published earlier this morning on our website, hellofromtheoffside.com, uh, uh, my top seven in order is Manchester United, Manchester City, Tottenham, Chelsea. Wow. So justification for my top seven. Um, homer. I, well, homer. yeah, one, I'm a homer. Two, I don't – I don't know. What has Pep done lately? Like, I know everyone thinks City's going to win it all, but, like, what has Pep done recently? And I thought about it, and I was like, he really hasn't done anything since he left Barca. And, like, well, you can talk about how at um, – in Germany, how oh, – I can't even think of their name. Bayern won their league three years in a row. But, like, they always win their league. Like, a blind monkey could coach that team to win the league. <laughs> like, I'm not – I'm impressed. Like, I'm and sorry. You, like, and do you know why a blind monkey could – lead Bayern to win that league because Dortmund's the only competitor and Dortmund has no ambition. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. So, and like, that's nothing. I mean, obviously he did a good job. Like Bayern made, you know, but they never made, I don't think they made the champions league final at all with him. And they had a stacked team. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like Real and Barca were both, have been so exceptional that like it's not a huge knock to not make the final. Well, I don't know if you can but, quite like, compare. Like, I don't, I don't know if you can. Out, like, I mean, the one year he got knocked out by Atletico, who like very well coached team, but like he's played Atletico so many times coaching at Barca for him to not be able to figure out how to beat them with a team that like arguably on paper was much superior just doesn't make sense like so are you just are you saying that pep's just overrated is that is that what we're getting at 
no, I don't know if you can equate the two. I think his problem is he thinks too much. Like he overthinks things. And then he comes up with these crazy strategies and like, yeah, that strategy should work, but it's so absurd that like the simplest, like bunker down, lay low and counter beats him. And I mean, Byron looked or Manchester city looked good last year, but really like all they really did was shore up their defense. I don't think they really added any attacking pieces that well, like scare me at least. So I just I don't know. Like I just I don't I don't know if they are going to be able to do it. And so I homered and picked United because I felt like United shored up the areas that they needed to shore up. I mean they added another young solid defender. They added a defensive mid that's going to allow Pogba to run free like more freely and be more creative. And they added Lukaku who's twenty four and a proven goal scorer. And now they're currently in talks to bring back Ibra. So if Ibra comes back and you have Lukaku, that's, I mean, if Ibra is even, I don't know, half of what he was last year, that's probably the most dangerous and scary pair up top in the Premier League. Like, Well, he won't play both of them. They're, they're the same striker. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, they're both big target guys. So it, I just think they have a lot. And I mean, if Marshall and Rashford play, well, I mean, they're speedy outside wingers. Like, but I mean, here, a good team. I think Josie has a lot to prove this year, and I feel like in prove it years, Josie usually has done well for Chelsea. Um, it's usually the third year that he does shit. So, yeah, year two yeah. is win a championship. Year three is great uh, fitness person. So, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to this, and next year I look forward to chastising him. So, um, he, he, and then. I have Tottenham at three because, like, they didn't do anything, but they've also been, like, the most consistent team probably the last three years. Like, they haven't won, but they've been consistently good. And so I don't know why that would change. Like, and I think Chelsea, like, despite today's result, like, Chelsea's good. Chelsea's just a good, solid team. Conte's a good coach. Like, I think the biggest disappointment with Chelsea this year is they didn't do enough in silly season. And obviously we're going to get to that, but – that's why I have them there. And I don't have Liverpool in the top four. I don't care what anyone says. Katina's going to leave. Um, they play horseshit garbage against bad teams. I'm pretty sure they lost today. To no, they drew They drew Watford 3-3. It was yeah. a really fun game. I actually got to watch a little bit of it because Anna woke me up at 5 o'clock, which was nice. And that's like no knock against Watford, but Liverpool with their team should crush Watford. Like, I agree. Um, so I don't see them being top four. Before today, <clears throat> before this morning, though, did you have Liverpool in your top four? No, I didn't. Okay. I haven't had them in my top four to begin with. I just, I like, I like them as like in theory, but they just like, like I said last year, they underperform against teams they should beat. And three fourths of winning the Premier League is beating teams you should beat. I mean, you should know that Chelsea did not yeah. lose a game that they were supposed to win last year. They just didn't. They won all those games, and that's how you win the Premier League. Like, you don't drop stupid points. Yeah. Like, don't drop points. Liverpool is classic. We drop points when we shouldn't. I agree. My thing, my thing, and and this is going to kill me. But, well, let, let me let me let you finish. Sorry, I don't know if you're so, finished. So that's and then uh, so I had five Arsenal, six Everton. I think Everton did a lot this off season. I think Rooney coming home is obviously good for them. Like, I mean, he scored today, didn't he? He did. He scored the winner. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy for Rooney. Like, I really am. Like, I I've always kind of liked Rooney. I mean, granted, he scored a lot of like cheapy goals, but whatever. Like, good for Rooney. Like. I'm glad he seems happy to be back. Like, I think Everton's – I don't know. I just – I have faith in Everton. Like, I think they're actually going to make big strides this year, and they might even challenge for top four. And then I have Liverpool right after them. So, I had Liverpool a seven. Wow. That's as, we- that's how little I think of Liverpool right now, and that's says a lot. But, like, this is also based on the fact, like, I just don't know. Even if Coutinho stays, because right now he is clearly – there, 
I mean, he's not going to be happy and not happy players don't play well. And he's kind of like one of those players who's the heartbeat of a team. So, or he has been for them, I feel like. So, I don't know. Do you really want like a unhappy person who kind of gets things running? Well, all right. So let me, well, yeah. all right. Well, I'm going to do mine then. Um, cause, cause I'm going to probably, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to probably address things that you said. So I just want to just that go ahead and get it all done out of the way. Um, so my top four are city United Arsenal and Chelsea in that order. Um, I have city winning because while they didn't add any attacking threat, they didn't need to add any attacking threats. Um, they needed to shore up their defense specifically in the wings, and I think that's exactly what they did. Um, Mindy and Rose, I think, can both play as wingbacks if Pep wants to play with three at the back, or if he wants to play four, I think they can both. Maybe the, I don't know how good Mindy's going to be um, defensively, uh, in the Premier League, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher for him uh, going back, but I don't. I think he's he's got to be an upgrade on um, good God, who was Zabaleta or whoever they had playing left back no. last year. No, it um, really has to be an upgrade. I don't think, and and that's not a knock on Zabaleta's career as a whole. It's just him last season was a little, you know, he's starting to fade. Maybe he um, didn't get the system either. I mean, yeah. there were a lot of times last year where it just looked like. City wasn't understanding the system and what Pep wanted. So, yeah, yeah, and and again, it's it's Pep, and uh, I just think that City, yet again, are the most talented team on paper. Period. And you have Pep. I just, I just don't, I don't see a way that they don't win the league this year um, unless they can't stay healthy. And one thing, one thing with them, if Aguero goes down again. You, that's where I'm not quite sure. Um, I think they're a little thin there, but Pep's not afraid to play with a false nine and, you know, go that way. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, th- I think City are the most talented team. Um, I think United are clearly the most improved team, um, and I think they'll challenge. But I, I'm, I don't think... It, it, to me, it's still a mix. It's not. It's not a Josie team yet, and and I think it's like seventy percent Josie team, and then thirty percent still Louis Van Hall and kind of trying to pick through the youth. And the reason is because Marshall and um, Rashford are not wingers, and that's what I want. That's like what I wanted to desperately say to you. Like they're great players, but they're not wingers. Neither one of them. And I think. Oh, Sorry, I was just going to think of the two. Rashford is going to be a, like have a better chance to be a winger, like a more successful winger than Marshall. Marshall, it's going to be a struggle, but like I saw flashes of it in the preseason. Like I think he could do it. I well, just, if there were flashes of Marshall doing very well on the, on the wing last season, there were flashes. I but my thing is, are they two of the best? They're not. I mean they're not even close to being two of the top wingers in the league. I mean, not even close. Um, And Lukaku is a proven goal scorer. Yes. Pogba is not a number 10. (laughs) He's not. He's not even a Frank Lampard type uh, that can just arrive late in the box. Uh, He's going to have a better season. And it's going to make United feel better about themselves for spending $8 trillion on him. But I, I, I don't see Pogba rampaging forward and floating beautiful passes out to Martial, who then crosses straight to Lukaku's head. I, I just don't see it. Um, yeah. I, it's, it, I mean, I guess we'll good. find out tomorrow. Yeah. I, It'll be interesting to see how Pogba plays in that because really, I th- I think that's out of position for him. I think he's a, I think he's a I think he's a six. I think he's yeah. a, a true six. And whenever and I think Matic is too. And without even getting on my soapbox talking about how abysmal that transfer was for Chelsea, 
Yeah, I still don't get that. Like, what did Chelsea have to gain to sell, like, something that United clearly needed? Like, and this is nothing against Pogba. I agree that he's probably more of a 6 than he is a 10. But to give up someone who's clearly a superior defender, I was like, okay, that's great. Like, would love to have him. Like, and I I didn't think Chelsea was going to be like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Like, I thought that they would be like, find a reason not to. And like, okay, forty million. Okay, sweet. You just made. Uh, I think they netted like thirty million dollars on Matic with all the different sales that you know because he w- he went back and forth at, um, to Portugal before they bought him back. And I, I don't. I can't. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea why in the world you strengthen a title rival and Josie Mourinho. Like no. Like I'm sorry, but no, you're good. Any Chelsea fan who wants to defend Mourinho, I think you're an imbecile because he has done nothing but attack Chelsea, the fans, players, the club since he left. So Mourinho can go kick rocks. He attacks everyone. Like, he is the Steve Spurrier. (laughs) But Spurrier at least has loyalty to Florida. And Mourinho has loyalty to no one but Mourinho, I swear. And I thought that wasn't true. Because like you can see the relationships that he's built with a lot of players that he hasn't pushed over the side, but I swear I really think it's true. I think he's I think he's just a maniac. Um, but you know, United are going to be very good. They, they could win the title. I could see United winning winning a title. Um, so I'm I'm not going to dispute it. And I, the Matic sale was just some of the dumbest business Chelsea have done. Although. I, I don't. I, I don't even. Want, I, there's just so much to talk about with Chelsea right now. They're just crazy. Um, I had Arsenal in third because I think Alexander Lacazette fits their style so beautifully, and I think he's an like I think he's head and shoulders above Giroud. Um, and at least as far as fitting in that system, I think he's phenomenal. Yeah. I think that was a great get. Um, I think Arsenal are going to be good. I don't think I think they'll normally they'll do what Arsenal normally do. They'll flirt around first couple months and then taper off and finish probably like you know ten points off or something, fifteen points off, something like that. Um, but I think they definitely got better. Uh, and that again, that, and that's the case with with United City and Arsenal, my top three that I listed. They all got better. Chelsea, on the other hand, have not gotten better, but I think they're better than the three teams I have below them: um, Everton, Liverpool, Spurs. I think they're just—I just think they're better, and I think they're going to get better. Um, God, today was an ugly game. No offense, I'm sorry. No, no. It, it, let's talk about. We'll talk about games in a minute. I, I'm not there yet. My brain still has no, to. Be I didn't mean to like. But, talk. No, 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 no. Uh, hey, man, we don't have an agenda, man. This is all, it's all free-flowing happiness, bruh. Free flow, baby. Um, it, Chelsea replaced pieces that they lost. Um, you know, obviously, John Terry left, and that was – it's just a weird thing to happen. Um, Matic left. Diego Costa still on the books, but he's, for all intents and purposes, gone. Um, and they replaced all of those pieces, you know, and the guy Antonio Rudiger, they brought on Jarius Christensen back in. Um, Where is Costa going to end up? I, Atletico, I, I, I think so. I, apparently it's now gotten into some legal battles. And I think that they come to a deal, the two clubs come to a deal that will see Costa train with Atletico, go on like a six-month loan type of thing. Um, until their bans lifted, they sign them in January, and we get a bunch of add-ons. I don't think we make nearly as much money of them as we could have had. Um, a lot of people are blaming Antonio Conte for the way he handled it, and granted, he didn't handle it very well if this whole text message stuff is is true. But Diego Costa also, I think, has no loyalty to anyone but Diego Costa. Um and I, I think I think that that's something to be said that Antonio Conte came out and said, yeah, he knew in January. And he still put on all this crap and, you know, with China and everything. I, I think I think like Joe's, I think Diego Costa is just a freaking maniac. I do. 
Um, but I think he ends up at Atletico, which is what will make him happy. So good for him. Maybe you can do a swap and bring back Torres. I love Fernando Torres. You know that. I know. Um, Maybe your dreams will come true. Torres will come. He scores return. when he wants. Huh? He scores when he wants. He scores when he wants. Yeah, which he doesn't want too often, but when he does, well, he gets well, it. He, he used to. He, he used to want to. Yeah. <laughs> the date of Fernando Torres. What a man. What a man. Um, the man, the myth, the legend. And, man, the myth, the legend. Um, a lot Liverpool like, was uh, talking about... Samson, right? He, he cut his hair and he got bad? Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> he cut his hair got bad. What a terrible... his locks. Yeah, grow back out. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, speaking of Torres... We're going to talk about Liverpool. Um, I originally had told you all that I had them in my top four. Yeah. Um, with Coutinho out, I think that all changes. Um, he apparently handed in a transfer request. I think that Coutinho is a professional. I do. Um, everything, all the reports have suggested as such. Um, but if Coutinho leaves, I think they finish outside of the top four. If he stays, I think they finish probably ahead of Chelsea in the top four. I really do. Um or, or or Arsenal, I think either Chelsea or Arsenal. I think City, I think the two Manchester clubs are a lock for top four spots. Um, and then I think it's up to... So you can almost guarantee one of them is not going to be top four now? I would love if it was United. Sorry, Brad. No, you're good. It probably will be. We'll probably get injured or something. Although, I will say, City is like... They have two players that if they go down, City is in so much trouble. If De Bruyne... Who, kind of has an injury history problem goes down yeah. or Aguero goes down there like aft. I, I I agree. I agree. I think I think I think you're gonna see City prioritize things a little bit differently this season. Um yeah. I'd still love to see them go after the champions crown, but I, I don't, don't think I don't, they're good enough to beat Real or Barca or PSG now maybe. I don't know. We'll get I the name think, I don't think any team is good enough to beat Real Madrid right now. I really, I think Real Madrid are on a whole different level. They're playing chess while everyone plays checkers. Yeah, yeah, I really do. They're they're incredible. Um, you know who's really really good at soccer? Me. Uh, tax fraud Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Allegedly tax fraud. I don't know. Talking about teams that got better, Everton. Um, we'll do this for you, Colin. Everton have a a decent chance of making the top four. That's what I'm saying. I think Everton did it really well, and I think they got like a lot of value players, which is huge. I agree. They, I, I hate. I, I on the aggregate, Everton got better. However, they're going to miss 25 goals. In the league from Lukaku. Nah, Wayne Rooney's going to score 37 this year. No, that's not happening. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Wayne Rooney's going to score 12, and his hair plugs are going to score the other, like, 22. The best get that they got was Michael Keane from yeah. Burnley. He's, he, he is good. I've wanted Chelsea to sign him, I think, for a couple of years now. He, he's good. And uh, him and Ashley Williams, I think, will, will be a very good central pair for Everton. Um, if that's who they're pairing him with. I'm assuming that's who they're pairing him with. I don't know. Um, Colin, I wish you were here. J.K. Wells, you suck. Um, Everton have a chance, but I, I, I still think they're not. If, if City, United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Spurs play like they're capable of playing and nothing crazy happens this season – then I don't think Everton has have a shot. But Everton needs some things to go their way to make top four. But um, they can do it this year, which is interesting to see that their ambition has changed a little bit more um, from going from such a not ambitious club to uh, having ambitions. Ambition. Ambition. Can we call this episode? Can we title it instead of episode something? Can it just be ambition? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's what I'm uh, positing. Um, so that's my top couple of clubs. Um, as far as uh, we didn't do um, relegation and stuff, but I think it's always way too early. I think we always talk about you know the new clubs. Um, 
which we should talk about. Actually, let's talk about now. Um, let's talk about the clubs that were promoted last season. Bradley, you can start. I started with my top. So, I mean, I'm right. honestly really happy for Brighton and Hove Albion. So, um, I think I'm, they get relegated, but good for them, man. First time ever. That's pretty dope, right? I think. Uh, see, Brighton and Hove Albion. I think they've been in the, the league before. I think I saw something today that it's their first time ever. Oh, really? It was It's Huddersfield Town's first time ever. Oh, okay. Sorry. Nope. Yep. That's who I'm thinking of. My bad. No, okay. Yeah. Um, Huddersfield Town's first time ever. Um, and that's delicious. I, that, to me, I think is just really cool. Um. Do they you... won today. We're going to go ahead and talk about it. They're actually – I'm looking at the live table right now. They're in first place. Yeah. Huddersfield Town are in first place in the Premier League. That's fun. Um, and then – Yeah, and then class. Brighton and Hove Albion. I think both, both of those clubs will find it hard to stay up um, only because Sunderland aren't in the league this season. Um, if Sunderland were in, then everybody could beat them up, beat up on them. Um, but and and then Newcastle. Well, speaking of Sunderland, we Newcastle. We got we tra- traded one uh, northeastern club for another. Hey, I'm happy and, for uh, Newcastle. I've always liked I am Newcastle. too. I got no problems I, with. It. I agree. I I think it's cool because they fit like sixty thousand some odd people in that stadium, no matter what, and they're loud as crap. They have really um, loyal, good fans, and yeah. yet place for them. And I just hate that they have a, a waiter who uh, is their manager. A fat Spanish? A fat Spanish waiter. Rafa Benitez, you can go kick rocks as far, as far as I'm concerned. But um, So those are the three new clubs. And uh, Newcastle United will most likely stay. They did some good business in the offseason. Um, but Huddersfield and Brighton and Albion, I think, will – have some challenges, but be, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to have clubs who, you know, people are less familiar with. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. I can't remember the last time Brighton and Hove Albion was up. Um, Huddersfield town, obviously never Newcastle. I'm really happy to see them back. Um, so I think it's just good mix, you know? Yep. Totes, totes, 100% days. Okay. Who do you, who are your three that are going to get relegated this year? I mean, we're doing top four, top seven ish. So Might as well do relegated. Yeah, um, well. the, uh, then I'm going to say, if you'd asked me before today, I would have said Palace would have been my third. Um, I think Huddersfield and Brighton, I think they go back down. Why are you hating um, on crappy Palace? <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> That's wow. why. Um, I, I think Palace, I think Palace go down. Um, they lost 3 nothing To Huddersfield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Palace go down. I do. Uh, or Bur- Bournemouth. I can see Bournemouth going back down. But I, oh, after today, I, I can see uh, I can see Palace going back down. What about you? My relegation is Brighton. <laughs> I have Huddersfield. Yeah, I know they won today, but I have – And then my third team is Lancaster. <laughs> God damn it. I hate that you say that. Uh, Leicester are staying up. I'm sorry. I know. I, I would just love to see them. Also, can we talk about them? Just like real quick side note. How after last season did they not sell Mares? Let, let, I mean, he was like a hot topic after they won. I want to. I actually want to flip that question around and say and make a statement and say, "Holy crap!" Good on Riyad Mahrez, or however you say his name, Riyad Mahrez. I think, yeah, that's right. For not forcing it through and being a dang professional and honoring his contract. And, I mean, he's been linked with every club under the sun. After they won, he's still being linked with, a, you know, t- I mean, who wouldn't want to ha- I'd love to have him at Chelsea. I think he's a phenomenal player. Apparently, he's being Good linked for him. with Barcelona. <laughs> I don't know how well he'd fit in at Barca, but... Sorry, but but like you know that's the thing. Like how, how I mean, you're talking about how do they still have him? I'm saying 
what a guy. Yeah, like, no. What a character to have in your locker room. Like that that's but, pretty cool. <laughs> if he leaves before before the transfer window ends, there's a good chance that they could get relocated. Because <laughs> who? I don't know. The, I mean, the, I can only name maybe four players on their squad. West Morgan. Oh, uh, West Morgan. Michael. Michael. Uh, Vardy. Drinkwater. Drinkwater. Mares. That's it. My player. Yeah. Sorry, Lester fans. We've already forgotten about you. <laughs> I forgot about it when they won. Like, last year we were doing this, and I couldn't remember who won the Premier League the year before. I um, When we when Christine and I were in Orlando, um, I actually saw a guy wearing a Lester jersey. And I went and I talked to him, and he was from Lester. And I was – Yeah, and I was, like, talking about, like, like, do you think it was right Claudio Ranieri got sacked? And he, he paused for a minute, and he's like, Honestly, he's like, I think they would have gone down if he would have stayed. Wow. And, I mean, they weren't trending upward by any means, but I still think that sacking, of, coming from a Chelsea fan, it's hilarious, but I still think sacking the, the manager who won you the league the year before, I think is a little crazy. I, I think he would have saved them, but I also love Claudio Ranieri, so um, – but yeah, sorry, Lester. I hope you stay up mainly for that really nice guy in Orlando. I fully believe that if Marez leaves before the transfer window, it's going to be much more difficult for them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely agree. I think Marez is the linchpin. I, th- I think he's there. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I, I think, I think, he's, I think he's all they have as far as playmaking ability. Yeah, losing Conte was huge. Like yep. obviously, like he, those two players were the driving force to their championship. And they've already well, lost Conte, And Golo Conte won, was the player of the year last year. And, I mean, let's take a moment to appreciate that a defensive midfielder was the player of the year in the league last season. Um, he's really, good. really good. He does his All job right. better than anyone else. That's the truth. So, real quick, while we're doing predictions, uh, Golden Boot, go. Harry Kane. He's good. He's the best striker in the league. That's who I have too. I mean, he might like he's what won his last two years. Like, I don't see why he wouldn't win a third year. He's he's just too good. Um, bump him, but he's good. Uh, but, yeah. Next topic. Ready for this? Let's discuss summer silly season. I mean, we kind of missed it, and it's kind of wrapping up, and we've kind of been hitting on it a little bit, but. Um, we'd start with Chelsea. Is it, is it time for my soapbox or? I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to say this before you get started. I think Chelsea's biggest problem in getting players to come in is that your coach looks like Mad Mickelson, Mads Mickelson, <laughs> who's always the villain in movies. Always. <laughs> and if you don't know who that is, he's the villain in Doctor Strange. But I... I've never seen them in the same room together, so I can't rule out that Conte is not Mads Mikkelsen. So I'm just saying, until you can give me proof, I think players are scared of him because he's a villain. That's all I'm saying. Makes sense. Adds up. Have you ever seen them together? I, 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 I guess I can see it. I can see it. You're the same person. They, they don't look that much alike, but um, I can see it. Okay. Also, Doctor Strange, great movie. Um, oh, really good. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to try to be as efficient as possible. Something's up at Chelsea. I, I, I think it, and I could be way off. Something's up. I think either – I wouldn't be surprised if – Roman Abramovich is having financial difficulties because of Robert Mueller. No, but seriously, I, I, something's up with Roman. Um, Chelsea used to splash the cash. They're not doing it. In fact, they're, they seem to be trying to hoard money, um, which to me as a very skeptical American <laughs> – it, it, it reeks of, oh, crap, our books are probably cooked. 
and we don't want people to find out. I, I, I think that, I think something's up. You, you heard it here first, exclusive. Um, I could be way off base. Um, I know Roman and his wife did just separate, apparently. Um, but he's also a like, like, I think he's like one of the twenty, like top twenty richest people in the world, or some crap like that. At one point, so he has money. So, but I, I really, I think, I think something's up at the club. I do. Um, financially, and I don't know if it's because of the new stadium or what, but no offense, but Roman Abramovich could build a $500 million stadium without batting an eye. Uh, I mean, Chelsea have spent, I think like $1.5 billion since he arrived on players. Um, he, he could do it. So I don't think it's the stadium. I really don't. I think something's up either that or. Chelsea have to be one of the worst run clubs ever, which is also an equal possibility. Um, we talked about Matich, so I'm not going to harp on that anymore, but Chelsea did absolutely nothing to get better. They replaced pieces, which is what you're, you're fine. You know, people come and go, but you have to get better. And whenever City, United, Everton, Arsenal are all getting significantly better you have to keep up or lower your expectations. And Chelsea are known for not lowering their expectations at all, ever. Um, so I'll, it'll be interesting to see what's going on. And, and I hate it because, as you all know, I think Antonio Conte might be one of the best managers in the world right now. He's definitely a smart guy. He, I mean, he won the title last year with 13, 14 players. Granted, again, yes, they didn't have European competition. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, that, but I wonder whose fault that was. He still won with 14 players and, and changed the system in his first year. I, I, I mean, they won 13 games in a row. He, he, he's the man. I love him. I think he's, he shows passion for the club. He, he's bringing his entire family to London. If Chelsea cannot support this man, they are so, they're, I mean, they're just stupid or something's wrong. Plain and simple. Um, and that's Chelsea's transfer weekend. Although they're, they're linked with every player like they normally are right now. Conti said it. He expects at least or not Conti, but someone's uh, recently, I think, said that they expect at least three players to be brought in um, mm-hmm. additionally. But it's that's a lot. I mean, it, they're not going to have any time to... A amount of time. Yeah. And you have to think that with the addition of European competition, they're not going to have as much time to integrate into the squad like Marcus Alonso did last year. Listen, I'm super worried right now that, like, with that short amount of time, and just I'm just going to say it, fax machines sometimes don't work. They just don't. Our fax machine, Manchester's fax machine's been broken every time Real tries to get David, it breaks. So <laughs> I, I don't know what the problem is. It's really unfortunate. So sad. <laughs> All right, that was Chelsea. That I'm off my soapbox. It's miserable, no, but I, I totally agree. Like what Chelsea has done has been beyond shocking. Like, I mean, to me, the thing is, like, I just they can get players. Like Chelsea's a destination place. It's not like, I mean, you you get to live in London. You get to play for right now the best best team in London. Like. I mean, I just... Well, still the best team in England. Champions yeah, of England. I mean, I, we know what we are. It's not like... And, I mean, Manchester's a big city, but it's out there. <laughs> it's also a dump. Any people from Manchester, if you listen, Manchester, your city is a dump. It's Cleveland. Yeah, hot takes about Manchester because it's an industrial city, even though he lives in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Cleveland's the worst. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyway, uh, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, comparatively, like, Manchester's a big city, obviously, mm-hmm. like, it's huge, and it's not, like, a bad city by any means, but it's not London. London's, like, a cultural hub in the world, like, London's, like, what, a top six city? 
in the world. You like, know, you know what? Let, let me hold on. I actually have a question, just kind of off the cuff, that that we're in. It. Sorry, um, Philippe Coutinho. I get that Barca are arguably one of the top two clubs in the world. Yeah. However, there was a time when Liverpool would be mentioned in the same sentence as Barcelona. I mean, there's probably in the last 20 years, there was probably a time where Liverpool was more of a prestige destination. Yeah. And Barcelona. And what I think is interesting is you talk about, you know, London versus the actual city of Manchester, but make no qualms about it. Manchester United's history is by far superior to any London club, especially I mean, Chelsea's. And that's what you so, about. Like, well, and that's but see, that's my thing though. I mean, because I'm sure we're going to talk about Neymar, and I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it briefly. Yeah, let's do it. Name Neymar leaving from Barca to go to PSG is another example. And I think Philippe Coutinho, I think this is a cause players leaving for money and not giving a crap about the actual club. And it's a problem. I I think it's a problem. It's a problem, but it's taking away and it's killing clubs, great clubs. I think like Liverpool, Philippe Coutinho, I mean, Liverpool, Liverpool were one of the top, like we just talked about it, like Liverpool and United, and yes, United did a lot and went out and got some good players. Yeah, yeah, okay. But there's no reason why, I mean, this would be unthinkable a couple, you know, several years ago. I mean, not, you know, less than a decade ago. I just, I think that this whole, the wages and the transfer fees have gotten so ridiculous that there, the clubs or maybe the FA or UEFA or who need to do something to rein it in and help soccer players, footballers, whatever, get realize that they play for the freaking patch on the front of their jersey, not their checkbook. And... It's it's just gross to me. Neymar's transfer was just gross. It, it's gross on all of my political and moral beliefs, <laughs> and it's just gross from everything I love about soccer. So, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I suppose the counter to that is it's a free market economy, and uh, you know, supply player value. I mean, I'm just saying, like. You know, these clubs are making all this money. You can't expect players not to want the money. Like, I mean, they're what creates the revenue. So you can't expect them not to want a bigger and bigger chunk. Um, But I I think that Neymar really, I mean, they call it silly season, and that was definitely silly. So, um, I mean, I get get some of the reasons uh, why he left or the reasons why he said he left. You know, he's like, I'm a young, talented player, and this will forever be Messi's team. And, like, you know, I'm tired of playing second fiddle to Messi and Suarez, which I get. Like, that's fine. I get it. Go off and do your own thing. But I don't know. It's definitely weird. Paris has the money to throw around, and they did it. And good for them. I mean, they're if Paris doesn't win the league in by, like, 70 points, it'll be weird. So... I I just I mean I saw reports where after add-ons and fees and wages and everything the total deal that PSG is responsible for the the, total, the bottom line is half like 600 a, yeah half a billion dollars yeah more than half a billion dollars now let me ask you something there have been recent events in Paris. <laughs> this isn't what we should be talking about on this podcast. But there have been recent events in Paris where PSG probably could have put that money to better use. Just saying, especially for a state-backed club. Um, I, I just, I think, I think it's ludicrous, and we're getting a little off base. But Neymar, wish y'all the best, buddy. But he's not going to be—he's not going to be known for a, being a PSG player. Like, I'm sorry, he, he's not. 
PSG, he, it, PSG will never be thought of as Neymar's team if that's what he was looking for. It, yeah. It'll be better known for his Brazilian career than anything, like all good Brazilian players. I mean, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm not knocking other national teams, but like for some reason in Brazil, when I, if you say Ronaldo, I think Brazil Ronaldo first. Well, he was, he's like, arguably the second greatest player to ever play the sport. Yeah, I, I, outside of the Cosmos, I can't tell you a team Pele played for. <laughs> outside of Brazil and the Cosmos, like, can you? No, no, you're exactly right. I can't, can't I'm do just it. saying, like, you're, if USA, you're good for USA. Brazil and you win stuff for Brazil, you are remembered as a Brazilian player. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, yeah, I think Neymar's. I, I, it just makes me sick. That's I think part of the Pele me. thing, though, is he spent a lot of his career in Brazil, though. I think so, too. I feel like quite a bit of his. He might have played for Plato. Plato? Is that the name of it? Mm. I can't. I don't speak Spanish. Where's Rene? Fluminese. Yeah, I don't know. Well, irregardless. Um. Silly season. I think the the only big transfer names right now. Other, I mean, we talked about Riyad Mahrez. That's not really that, but, but Gareth Bale um, is being linked to anyone, everyone, someone who can afford him. Um, I think Gareth Bale stays. I don't. Real Madrid would sell Gareth Bale when they don't really have a like for like replacement. Um, Santos, sorry. Not Plato. It was Santos. He spent most of his career playing in Brazil for Santos. He was so good. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. Jesus. Um, Six hundred thirty-eight appearances for Sant for them. So that's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Um, about to distract. Yeah. So what else did you want to talk about? Um, transfer season. Okay, so, I mean, we've kind of touched on what player or teams did, but for Rene, uh, just real quick, here's the rundown of what City did. Um, they brought in Bernard's, Bernardo Silva from Monaco, big signing. Um, Ederson from Benfica. Uh, Kyle Walker, which I think was like an underrated huge signing for them. I think Kyle Walker's going to be good for them. Uh, Douglas Louise, Danilo from Real Madrid, and Benjamin Mendy. We talked about who he was their most expensive transfer. Um, he really shores them up. I mean, Mendy was the big, big thing for them. I feel like. Um, you know what? I completely forgot that they got they stole Danilo from Chelsea allegedly. If you believe the papers, yeah. I dude, I'm yeah. I'm City are stacked, and, and Bernardo Silva is a, a good young talent. He, I don't think he, I don't know if he's going to be great in the Premier League. I think he's kind of. I think he's going to have a role to play, um, but he's someone who could fill in if De Bruyne goes out. Um, yeah. Just for the record, so I, I don't know I, I, that. I don't know. City, City are good. They're very good. And here, just to, here's what they let happen. Uh, Pablo Zabaleta left for free. Yeah. Uh, Cliche was released. Uh, Jesus Navas released. Uh, Cabarello, Cabello? Yep, no, nope, Caballero. He sent with Chelsea yep. on a free. Yep, he was released. Uh, Sanya was released. Uh, Nolito was sold to Sevilla. Uh, and Joe Hart's out on loan to West Ham. Yep. Um, and Kelchi Nacho went to Iannaccio. Yeah. Iannaccio, yeah, you don't remember Iannaccio after last season? Come on, what's your problem? Yeah, I don't know. He's at uh, Leicester. Or Leicester for Renee. Yeah, yeah. Leicester signed him. He Ianacho. Ianacho was a play. Had several very good games. Showed flashes of being a top prospect. Um, they, yeah, they're not going to miss any of those players. I think that was our point earlier. Um, Clichy, Sonia, Zabaleta are all you know good to have in the dressing room, but. Um, to replace them with Mindy, Walker, and Danilo, I think uh, I think is good business. Um, yeah. Ederson, we'll see how he pans out. He had he he's been kind of inconsistent from what I've seen. Um, but yeah, all right, let's talk about results. 
You want to talk about so, games so far or no? Real quick, uh, thing yep. that I, my prediction for what's going to happen still. Um, I think Coutinho leaves, goes to Barca, and Liverpool throws a, just an absurd amount of money at uh, Nabi Kita from uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Or Leipzig. Oh, yeah. Um, They've been trying to get him all summer with no luck. And my secret hope is that, like, I, I want him for United. So my secret hope is that United's been rumbling about trying to get someone else, is that United's working on a deal and pulls him out from under Liverpool. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I know everybody is talking about if Coutinho goes, Pulisic is probably on his way to Liverpool, mainly because of that American connection. But... Um, I'm sorry. I think Pulisic. I I think Pulisic is very good. But if my choices were Pulisic and Kita, I might take Kita. How old is that kid from Leipzig? Hmm? Do you know? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How old is he? Kita is. Let me see. Very young. I think he's like nineteen or twenty as well. They're both. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Twenty-two. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just. I mean, they're I both. Think I think Pulisic is, is obviously you know we're gonna we're gonna be a, bit, a little bit biased. I think Pulisic though would be would do very well under Jurgen Klopp. Um, I mean, that's where he got his again. Start, like, yeah. Klopp system. I mean, he knows the system, so he's a, a natural fit as well. So. Yeah. Um. I would like to see Coutinho stay mainly because I think he I think he's good for the Premier League. I like I think he's I think he's good. I enjoy watching him play. To be honest with you, um, I also enjoy I don't I, I don't I don't unlike some Chelsea sports I don't mind watch I don't mind Liverpool. I you know I, I kind of I enjoy the gig and press. I I enjoyed watching Brendan Rodgers over there. I think Liverpool fans are usually pretty good. Nice proud history, but Scousers still so. Um, all right, let's talk about the results real quick and wrap it up. What do you think? Okay, so I think obviously big surprise today, Chelsea lost. Sorry. All right. Um, I mean, but Next. that being said, they super valiant uh, comeback. Did, did, make it did you did you watch the game? Did you half. watch it? Be real. Did you watch it? I did, yeah. I watched the first half and I left during okay. the half because I want to go get some breakfast before okay. we recorded. Sorry. Tell me. Was that a, a straight red for you? In the not 13th, that early. Not that the 13th early. minute. No. In the 13th minute, I, a yellow card. I'm, my, thing, my thing is, you know, I, I can – and, and <laughs> here's Davis's ranting against the referee. And honest to God, and, and I'm going to say this. Help you guys. Yep. Yeah. I don't think this is a part of any campaign. I really don't. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to sound stupid and foolish, and you're going to make fun of me probably for years, and that's fine. Yeah, we'll I would, I honest to God would not be surprised if this game wasn't fixed. I, I'm dead serious. He that referee was that bad. He was even worse in the second half, Brad. He was. He yeah, was. No, he was not very good. Uh, there were a couple like because I caught the tail end of uh, the second half as well. There were some questionable calls where I was like, I did not think that was a foul, but okay. The the thing, the things that he so first, Marcus Alonso was booked in the second minute, yellow yep. card second minute for the exact same tackle that Gary Cahill committed. I mean the exact same tackle that Gary Cahill committed, and uh, it's not a straight red for me. It's not, and it the justification for the red. Not that I'm agreeing is. I mean, first off, he slipped over the ball, so that's mm-hmm. why his boot came up high. But that's yep. that's where they're saying, like, I mean, oh, his cleats way off the ground. Well, yeah, his leg was pinned under the ball. Like, it, uh, I I I don't necessarily agree with it. I think early in the game, you give a yellow. There, I just don't see the intent, and I know that intent is not necessarily what makes it a red or a yellow. So, yeah. Uh, and- Fun fact about that game, Chelsea are the first reigning Premier League champions to concede three goals in their opening match. Yep, yep. the, the uh, NBC 
commentators said that numerous times because they love trashing Chelsea. If anyone from NBC like happens to listen to this podcast or just, I just want you to know that it's clearly obvious how much you guys hate Chelsea. I just, just, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, My favorite though card of the entire game was when Fabregas parted for uh, being sarcastic and applauding. Yep. Yep. He sarcastically applauded, got yellow carded and then got yellow carded for winning the ball in the second half. And then, I don't think that clapping you, sarcastically should have been a card. That, but that's, I'm that's, telling, that's I'm, I told, I'm telling you, Brad, it would not surprise me if this game wasn't fixed. And, and I'm going to give you four more examples. Oh God. Fabregas, we... Fabregas is second. It's going to be quick. Fabregas is second yellow, which turned into red. Obviously he won the ball. I mean, you, you look at it from every angle, he wins the ball. Rudiger got booked for I think it was I Walters. Rudiger got booked. I'm dead serious. Booked in like the 86th minute or there, thereabouts for not touching a player. I'm dead serious, Brad. You you watch it. Walters runs into the back of David Luiz. Yeah. Rudiger standing nearby, and he gets carded. It, it was unbelievable. Um, I don't even know what number I'm at, but. That was three. Um, that was three. That was two. There was one um, tackle towards the end. I think it was Burnley's only second yellow card. I can't remember who committed it, but his leg was up, studs up on Marcus Alonso's knee. And yeah. it, I mean, it, and if Gary Cahill got sent off for what? I mean, he should have been off. And granted, it's the eighty-six minute. It might not have done too much, but Chelsea probably could have, should have, would have drawn a point back. It, back from that game uh, just on the second half. And then last but not least, there was a half effort was amazing too. There was a clear, 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 clear non-foul. I I mean, I I swear to God, the Burnley guy tripped over the freaking ball and the referee called a foul. And this was when this was in like the 92nd minute, you know, they were able to kill off the game. I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I would not be surprised if it comes out at some point in a book a couple of years later that this game was fixed. I'm dead serious. Craig Pawson should be – his license should be revoked for this one performance. It was abysmal. That being said, Alvaro Morata had a goal and assist and played extremely well. He had a goal the, – the tying goal – or no, it would have been 3-2. He had a goal um, called back. It would have been his second goal um, for being about – a foot off sides. Well, it was the right call. Um, so he played very, very well. And Golo Conte did his thing. Um, and Antonio Rudiger looked pretty well. Um, so, and actually, let me ask you a question since, since we're two, two goalies talking. Thibaut Courtois on that second goal. I don't know if he was out of position. I watched it a couple times. By the way, that second goal was, that was very pretty, like, off that set play, how they set that all up. I mean, I know that the entry pass to him was a bit lucky, but he settled that really well and just blasted that in. I, um, and see, I, was yeah. say, I didn't think Courtois, Courtois looked that good today, which I surprised agree. me because I think he's one of the best keepers in the world. He's top, top three. I think he – and this has been my knock against him forever, and then we're going to stop talking about Chelsea, I promise. No, it's fine. He, Technically, he's not a very good goalkeeper. He's average. Athletically and instinctually, he's phenomenal. And that's yeah. what he normally gets away with. And I think, again, I think he was caught out of position on the second goal. And he got a fingertip to it. I think he saves that goal if he's in position. I do. Um, I'm not blaming him for anything because obviously there's because he wasn't a zillion different things that went into it. But Closer near post. He, he Closer near post, he would have been able to yeah. get onto it because it wouldn't have been th- as bad. Because he was he almost in the center of the goal, it looked like. He was past center, Brad. He he was he was a he was a nudge over to to the far post. Um, Which makes zero sense. Unless I, he's skating that way because he thought there was gonna be a cross. I, I yeah, I'm I'm not, not sure what he was thinking. So he yeah. covered your post. I agree. So down your angles, but But uh, yeah, all right, let's move on. Um let's not talk yeah, about Chelsea yeah. anymore. We'll never talk about this Burnley game ever again. Also, can we just talk about at the very end of that game, uh Burnley had that free kick right outside the box. I've never seen a goalie in that situation not move. Four four 
stood there like a tree and watched it rifle off the post. I was like, it would dive. Like, no, I, I disagree. It's going to be late. Like, he, 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 he had no chance. He had no chance of that because the wall was set up improperly. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't have gotten to it regardless. Yeah. But I don't think he saw it either, so. I don't. Yeah, I think he had no clue. I think, I, and I'm, I'm fine with him not moving on to me. I, I, that would have went. That was in, the that wall's was fault. Friggin' sweet goal. No offense. Um, it was a hell of a shot. And what was weird? I don't know. Let, let's stop talking about Chelsea. This yeah. isn't a Chelsea podcast, sadly. Um, Surprise for me is, uh, I, I don't. I thought Arsenal was going to be better to give up that many goals to. Uh, Leicester was a bit surprising, and to have to come back and win. To me, yeah. uh, I, I mean, like we, like I've already said, like I, this is no knock. Lesser right now is a middle middle of the pack team, and Arsenal we're arguing is a top four team. Um, so you got to win that one and not have to come back. To me, it's at home to at yeah. the Emirates. That's. Uh, I mean, kudos yeah. to Arsenal. They really fought hard, did well. Um, but to me, that that shouldn't have ever been a game that was in question. Like. Yep, but you know what? At the end of the day, three points, three points. Yeah, and that's what Chelsea will rule probably on yeah, the street. Yeah. Um, our other results, uh, oh. we already talked about Huddersfield three nil at Palace, which is huge. Um, yeah, that, their first ever Premier League game and their first ever Premier League win. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, West Brom beat Bournemouth. Um, up there in the Midlands, and uh, Southampton and Swansea drew zero zero, and Liverpool Watford drew, and it's currently oh, yeah, zero for City, which that's a little. Oh, is it really? Yeah, still zero zero. It's halftime for, uh, for the City and Brighton game. Yeah, um, things. I, I think West Brom's going to be pretty decent this year. Uh, I think they're going to do West Brom things and finish thirteenth. I think they'll be higher than that. I think they'll be 10, 10 or higher. Yeah. I, I honestly think they're like, it wouldn't surprise me if they were like nine, nine or eight, but it wouldn't surprise me if they were 13. That's what I think. <laughs> like, I think kind of team, but like, I, they're not going to get relegated. I think they can, they're consistent. I, I don't know. I think they're well coached. Also, I know we, just, I like Burnley's coach. I liked him last year. So. I don't mind what's his name? Sam Dice. I think that's his name. Who the uh, heck is Burnley's manager? Yeah, it's Sean Dice. Sean Dice. Dice. Um Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, when they were when they were in the Premier League a couple of years ago, um and they had uh Vokes and um Ashley Barnes. And um I remember thinking that he was a good old fashioned kind of, you know, soccer coach. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I'm a little sour today. Burnley did nothing wrong with, with kudos to them. They did what they were supposed to do today. Um, but I still, I'm, it's too, it's too fresh. The wound's too fresh. So, well, no, I, I think, uh, do you want to touch MLS at all? I mean, MLS is kind of been hot in the streets right now. Um, transfer window closed. A lot of things kind of happened in MLS at the end there. Uh, a lot of teams making moves. Um, pretty surprising. I think the big surprise for me was uh, Sporting Kansas City did nothing at the deadline, which was a little surprising. Um, After getting rid of Dom Dwyer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're a good team right now. They're playing really well. I think they're second in the West. Um uh, Colin's not here to do Columbus Crew Corner. Uh, if you want more about that, read his articles on the Massive Report. Um, LA Galaxy have been pretty, pretty abysmal. I think Renee would attest to that. Um, but now they got both. They got Dos Dos Santos. So there's that. <laughs> well, but, Carlos uh, Vela moved to the future LAFC. Um, Paul Ariola and that Hungarian guy. Um, DC United signed them both. Yeah, DC so, United paid a lot for Paul Ariel. I think they they uh, should have. He's good. He should he should be playing in Europe. I think Ariel Ariel is a very is a good soccer player. He's he's yeah. he's good. So um, I'm trying to think of other uh, Atlanta's looked pretty good. 
in MLS. I know that makes you excited. Um, Remember, I told you, Miguel Almarone. I told you all at the beginning. He's good. He's so good. Yeah. So um, is we'll see how they do in the playoffs with their not great defense. Yep, they're they're not. Yeah, they. Yeah. And they could be like Montreal last year. So Montreal could score a ton of goals, but could not defend, and ultimately they lost. So I've heard that defense wins championships. Yeah, some people say that. Some people <laughs> name the Seattle Seahawks and Denver Broncos in recent memory. Some people named every sporting franchise in the history of the universe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, that was just a quick MLS touch-up. Maybe we should record, like, an actual MLS podcast here shortly because playoffs are coming up. So Yeah, we'll do, like, a playoff preview or something for, for our listener. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is good stuff, Brad. Talk about um, I don't know. United's kits are kind of underwhelming. I kind of like the gray third kit, but that's about it. So, uh, no, I like United's rep, no, main home kit. I think it's. I think it's very nice. Yeah. Um, we, uh, none of the kits this season really stuck out to me. But granted, I don't really care about kits. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I care about. I care about Chelsea's, and that's it. I just want to know if it's gonna look good enough for me to buy and. You know, got to spend what, 120 freaking dollars. It's ridiculous. Oh, poor Davis going to spend $120 on a jersey he'll wear once. I'll wear it way more than once. I keep getting fatter. I keep not fitting in more clothes. So, <laughs> got to have something to wear. Sympathy weight, right? That yeah, that's it. That's it. I man. thought that was all that happened during the pregnancy. Well, you know. it continued after. I might be, I might be pregnant, actually. I'm, I'm pregnant. Dad, wait for me eating all of Anna's leftovers. Who's Anna? Sorry, Anna. Did you just call my daughter by the wrong name? Perhaps. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? Anna. I thought it was Anna. No, it's Anna. Anna's from Anna, Frozen. Jack Wagon. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yes, it's two ends. Brad, I'm going to tell Christina, and she's going to be so pissed. Please don't get me in trouble. You are you are in trouble. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks, listener, for listening. Um, hopefully, Brad is wrong and I'm wrong, and United get relegated, and we can all jump to with joy. It could happen. You never know. Anything could happen. Anything, anything could happen. Well, this Why has been Hello from the Offside, and uh, for Bradley, I'm Davis, and we miss Colin and Renee, so we're not going to do trivia. But uh, hopefully we'll do an MLS preview, and Chelsea will have a Premier League win by the next time we record, hopefully. So, yeah. beep, 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 beep. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Hey, bye. Goodbye. From me. Offsides.